Great I am, the everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. What else? Mighty God. Amen. You know that song? Oh, good. Sing with me. He's the great I am, the everlasting Father. He's the Prince of Peace. The great eternal wonder, holy counselor, and Zion's righteous governor. He's the great, he's the great, I am. Everybody! Oh, he's the great, I am. The everlasting father, he's the prince of peace. The great eternal He's the great eternal wonder, holy count. And Zion's righteous governor, he's the great, he's the great, I am. Oh, he's the great, I am. The everlasting father, he's the prince. The great eternal wonder, holy count. Amen. He's great, he's a great, I am. You may not know this one. If Satan seems to bother, the name of Jesus makes him flee. His name has more power than a mighty raging sea. Just the name of Jesus will set the sinner free. Speak his name, he's the same, he's all to me. Oh, Jesus. What a friend is he, oh Jesus, he's all the world to me, oh Jesus, supplies my every need, speak his name, he's the same, do it again, oh Jesus, what a friend is he, oh Jesus, he's all the world to me, yes Jesus. Supplies my every need Speak his name He's the same He's all to me Oh, when you cross the Jordan Speak his name and he'll be there He'll never let you down And he'll go with you everywhere You'll never have to worry When you are in his care Speak his name He's the same He's all to me Oh, Jesus, what a friend is he. Oh, Jesus, he's all the world to me. Oh, Jesus, supplies my every need. Speak his name, he's the same, he's all to me. Oh, he's the great I am, the everlasting Father of peace. The great eternal wonder, holy counselor, and Zion's righteous governor. He's the great, he's the great. Is he great to you? Sing it. Oh, he's the great. I am the everlasting father. He's the, we're the only ones that know that. 
the great eternal wonder, holy counselor. And Zion's righteous governor, he's the great, he's the great I am. Oh, he's the great I am. The uh, Give him the praise tonight. The great eternal wonder, holy counselor. And Zion's righteous governor, he's the great, he's the great I am. Oh, Jesus, oh, what a friend is he. Yes, Jesus, he's all the world to me. Oh, Jesus, supplies my every need. Speak his name, he's the same, he's all to me. Blessed be his name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. They tried to make Polycarp say, Jesus anathema, seize concurion. He was burning at the stake. Say, Caesar is the Lord. He'd try, but he'd say, Jesus concurion. Jesus is the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. He's the only one. There is no other name under heaven. Glory to God. That's the only name. Praise God, praise God, praise God. I'm anxious for the whole world to see who's right about it. Amen. You're talking about rejoicing. That coveted title, Who Are the Sons of God? We're going to find out who's who one of these days. Hallelujah, because we've taken on His name. The only ones. Glory, 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 glory. Amen. Praise God. The Bible talks about the power, the dunamis, from which you get the word dynamite. They're dynamite in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Authority is acousia, but power is dunamite. There's power, there's dynamite, and only one name. Thank God, thank God. Everybody say it together, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Speak his name. Speak his name, he's the same. Oh, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Jesus is Lord. Oh, glory, glory, glory. I, I want us to lift him up tonight before this service is over. I'd like to make him so high that you've never seen him that high before. 
Would that be all right? He said, if you'll do that, I'll draw all men. I believe the higher we get him, the more he can draw. Glory, glory. Amen. God bless your heart. You may be seated. Amen. Now, these are going to be dead, aren't they? Why don't we move these, Brother Cheryl? I might grab one of them and think I'm doing something. Can you hear me all right? I'm coming in good. I got one of these things home. The only thing is it don't get long enough for the way I want to go sometimes. So I had one man that's kind of electronic nut in the church. He said, I'm going to rig you up with one without a card. And he did that. Just take it and go down the aisle. That's a wonderful thing. If you'd like to preach from the back of the church and make everybody turn around and face that away for a while, that's all right. Works real good. It's good to have some of my friends here tonight from Texas. When I was here last time, I told you about the fellow that was shot uh, from the sniper in the Texas Tower, Brother Adrian Littlefield. I told you about the testimony that he's got. He's here with us tonight, very good friend of mine, Brother Barnett and uh, Brother Murphy. And I was surprised this morning to get a call and hear these Texas dudes come up here. And uh, I just really was surprised. However, to see Brother Nelson here tonight and, and uh, Brother Bass, the second best hunter I know. Dude, I, he wrote a letter. And I had my 15th anniversary in uh, January. And uh, he wrote a letter to the church about me, telling them how nice I was and all this kind of stuff. Told them that I was a great hunter exceeded only by one that he knew. And I knew who that was. I never was to put down in all my life. Oh, brother. I'm sorry I... Got weak last night right on the last, but I feel good tonight. Amen. I'm liable to make up for it and somebody fall out the window about midnight. Amen. Thank God. If you do, I hope somebody's got power enough to bring you back around. <laughs> oh, glory. Say praise the Lord. Amen. Now... I need to do, a, I've got this blackboard tonight, I'm not going to design it for a Bible lesson. I'm not altogether responsible sometime for how it turns out, but it uh, needs to be just preliminary explanation before I uh, do just a little uh, basic work tonight, and I hope that I don't, um, I don't leave you, it's not because I think I'm smart, it's just some people are not schooled to thinking. In church, they want the preacher to do it all for them, and uh, and uh, they just say, "Go ask my preacher; he can tell you all about it." You know what? He knows what I believe. You ask him, yes, sir, sir. If you got any doubts about what I believe and how good it can be explained, you go ask him. He tell you all about it. I determined some years ago that I was going to be able, with the help of God, to pick up the uh, scriptures and their original writing and the Kone Greek and read it. 
And I didn't do that to want to prove how smart I was. Because at that time I didn't know how smart I was either. And I still don't. If you want to find out how little you know, you try it sometime. But to endear the Word of God to my heart. I believe when we love the Word of God, we will fondle it. We will handle it. We will search its meaning all the way. King James, understand, is good enough. You can be saved by what you've got right there. It's true. It's a close translation. One fellow said the King James Version was good enough for Paul and Silas is good enough for me. <laughs> Amen. But uh, the truth is, I got where I didn't trust anybody. So many people telling me what this meant and that meant, I want to find out for myself. And what I'm saying tonight is not self-educated, and I don't say this uh, with pride either, but I have my... Uh, D's and C's that I made in school to prove that I uh, tried to learn it on a level and, uh, and uh, genuinely. But at the same time, the King James was written at a time when all that we had available was manuscripts and papyri uh, closer to what was known as the Attic Greek. The Attic Greek was the language of philosophers, Aristotle and uh, different writers of that time that were philosophers, different style of writing. Most of the translation that you have now are with a comparison of Attic Greek. But the Kone was the common language that the people spoke. And there were many things, especially prepositions. I can take Acts 2.38 and prove to you from the Scripture, from the Kone Greek, that it means to have the name of Jesus called over you while you're being baptized. Amen. Amen. The Church of Christ says, show us where you've got to say anything over anybody. It's my pleasure. Thank God my pleasure to tell you instead of being baptized into the name of Jesus the preposition is epi which means offer and according to Bauer which is the greatest authority we have on Greek words and quoting Hartmiller which is one of the greatest authorities in the early days it says to be baptized while having the name of Jesus called over one well glory If you don't like that, pick up James 2 and 7. Auto blasphemous and huto kolanonomata epiclethenumus. They blaspheme that good name which was called, King James says, by which you're called, but epiclethion means which was called over you. Now the change is this. In the last 50 years, archaeology, what it is, they have unearthed and discovered writings where we only had about 500 manuscripts before. There are over 50,000 papyri and manuscripts today. Wills, documents, letters, grocery lists, marriage license, 
everything in the world, and it is in the Kone language, eclipsing perfectly with the language that the apostles wrote the New Testament in. Amen. And there was a lot of folks that prayed when I began that study that I would turn my back on some things I believe. But I'm going to tell you what. It enhances our message because we've got the truth. And it backs up, it proves it down to the very line. I have not seen anything that did not tie our message down more and more and more. Say, praise the Lord. And I, and I am humbly grateful. I'm grateful to my church for the hours that they let me spend night and day and so forth. And I don't do this, and I'm not saying it tonight, only to explain to you why I will use some things that I will tonight. That's the only reason, and I have not come here to impress anybody at all. God forbid. I know who I am, and I know who He is. Praise God. And I'll not be saved just because, uh, or if I do impress you, but I'd like for him tonight to know my heart so well that I could pour it out to him with all candor and with all confidence and believe that he would reciprocate and return to me with the promises that are mine should I trust and I walk. Great message today from Brother uh, Whalen. I enjoyed it so much and concur wholeheartedly with what he said. I'm going tonight to uh, the book of Jacob, uh, James, and uh, it's going to be from the first chapter and the 17th verse, and I'll read it to you. James 1 and 17, every gift good and every gift full is from above. Have you got it? Every gift good, and it is written into predicate position, which means every gift that is good and every gift that is full are complete, is from above. And it is katabenon, it is coming down. Durative. There are several ways to write. You can write it an aroist, which is a past punctiliar action once in the past. And you have the durative action, which is a continuing action in the present. You have the imperfect, which is a continuing action in the past. And you have in the katabenon that I read to you, you have a durative our participle. It is coming down. Present, participle, durative. It is coming down. For the most of the times when you read in the New Testament about being born again, againatai, it, it, it is for the bigger part of times it is written in the durative. I am being born. There's a process that's going on right here tonight. The Baptists say one time you're born, you can't ever be unborn. But I got a little shock for them. The disciples 
didn't use it in their lowest tense the greater part of the time. They used it in the durative, I am being born. And when you quit living for God, that process stops. Every gift that is good, every gift that is full is from above and is coming down from the Petros, thank God, from the Petros Topotan, from the Father of lights, with whom not there is, or with whom there is no parallax, parallage is the Greek word, heteropes apokosmai, with whom or with whom there is no parallax, neither shadow cast by circuitry. Now this is the only geometric and, what shall I say, geometric would be the better language that is used that we know of. Has someone got a camera here tonight and they'll bring it up to me? while I'm talking, if you don't mind. Now, I'm going to preach, but I want to show you something about my Lord. And what I'm doing tonight is to lift Him higher than I believe that I have ever lifted Him before. Are you with me in that? Has somebody got a camera, any kind of camera, just bring it up. If some of you is making my picture today, and if it didn't break it, bring it up. We'd be glad. We'd be glad to use it. All right. Thank God. Every good... And perfect gift is from above and is coming down from the Father of lights in whom or with whom there is no parallax, neither shadow cast by circuitry. I'm going to draw the world. And God knew it was round all the time. If men didn't, God knew it was round. And I'm going to draw the sinner, and I want to talk to you tonight about the geocentric Christ or the divine parallax. Now, somebody said that sounds a little tough. I believe that the Word of God can be understood. Amen. And we can learn this tonight and get something that we appreciate from it if you don't mind. Here's a man standing on the center of the earth. Here is, of course, the orbit that is made. And at the point directly above him, and you that are smarter than I am in geometry would, uh, would be able to do something with these figures. I've seen it done, and it proves something. All right. This is the point of meridian directly above you. Out here is the point we're going to call SR or sunrise. At this point is a point called SS or sunset. And geometrically measured from the center of the earth, this is uh, the sun directly above a man standing. This would be the point of center. This would be the point of parallax. Measure it. Is that moving? Measure it from the center of the earth in comparison to the man that is standing on the face 
of the earth, and you have A, which is a point of parallax. You have at another place B, in relation to the center of the earth, and in relation to the man standing on the earth. I'll draw him ahead there. And there is another point of parallax. All right. The word parallax, the only way, and the word is parallage in the Greek. The only way that we know the word parallax generally is through optical instruments. And it is the only time this word is used. It is translation, it's translated variation in the King James, but the closer and even that of the word uh, uh, tropez has something to do. And I want to show you. Here is the lens. I've got my finger on it. If I pull the switch, you would get nothing because I've got that lens covered. There is only a flicker of light that's going to allow, be allowed in there just for a picosecond. After that, you won't, it wouldn't be able to see. But if I could look through that, that lens and take your picture, I would get the true picture of you. I would get exactly what I'm taking. But because there is only a flicker of light and I am not able to sustain my vision, you have a viewfinder which is over at the side and many cameras, I don't think this one has it on it, but you will see parallax viewfinder. Parallax viewfinder. It means that you are not looking through the same hole that you're taking the picture through. But work has been done for you to adjust for this viewfinder that you've got. At this place, it's over the side. On many cameras, it's up at the top. But what the word parallax means, it has been figured already for variation so that the thing that you're looking through comes down to the same place that you're taking. If you didn't, you wouldn't get what you were really taking. It would be out to the side or would be above it. You see, if I were tonight, if this thing were not figured for variation and I looked through this and took the picture through that, then I wouldn't get you. I'd get what was out to the side. But because of parallax, which is a figuring for variance, I am able to get exactly what I am... I would get if I would look through what I'm taking it through. All right, you got that? All right, follow me. All good and perfect gifts come down from above. From the Father of lights, in whom or with whom there is no parallax, neither is there a shadow cast by circuitry. Amen. What he is saying, you don't have to figure for variations in my Lord. Hallelujah. The way you see him is what you get. <laughs> the way you look at him and the way you see him is what you get. He reveals himself in a direct manner and you don't have to figure and figure and figure 
and study to see Him as He is. But He is revealed to us just as He is. In Him there is no parallax. Hallelujah. Now I'm not going to be able to get to all of this tonight, but it's sweet sugar and I like it and it's my sugar stick. I want you to go along with me tonight. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever and there is no need to figure for variation in Him because there is no change made in Him by astronomical turning. Hallelujah to God. At the point of sunrise, of course, he is bright. There is, there is no shadow cast when he is directly overhead. You stand at noon time and there is no shadow because the sun is directly overhead. But if you go back to the point of parallax in reference to the geocentric earth, to the center of the earth and a man standing on top of the earth, there is a shadow cast by this point of parallax. As long as he's directly overhead, there is no shadow. But if there is parallax, thank God, if he is at the point of parallax, then there is a shadow cast. Man standing on the earth, the earth, sun coming, there's a shadow cast. But the Bible says in Him there is no parallax, neither is there a shadow cast by turning. Hallelujah to God. Now the word turning there is not epistrepso, which would mean a man turning his back. But the word is this. And if you can read it, you'll be doing good. Trapez, which means has to do with the astronomical turning and it was the only time that it was used. But there is no shadow cast by the turning of the earth, by the moving of the astronomical bodies. And they believe that it had to do with the solstice. And Bauer will tell you that it has to do with aster or stars or the solstice and the moving of one heavenly body to another place. But there is no point of parallax in my Lord because He's always directly overhead. Hallelujah. He's always the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you can go back 1,500 years, but you'll never catch him at the point of parallax. There'll never be a shadow cast. You'll never be in doubt because in him there is no parallax. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach about he's that one God tonight. I'm going to preach about there is no other. I'm going to preach you how old he is. Glory to God. Daniel called him the Ancient One. Ah, and the Septuagint, which is a Greek translation of the Old Testament, which was before Christ was born, says that he is the primeval one. All right. Thank God. There is no shadow cast. You don't stand on the earth and my Lord get in such a position that he casts shadows around you. And you're in the shadow. Scartomus, night. There is no such thing. But my Lord is always directly overhead. 
You know what that tells me? That geometrically he has to be sunrise and he has to be sunset. Hallelujah. I say he's sunrise and he's sunset. You can't go back far enough when he is not directly overhead. Praise God. He is the Alpha and he is the Omega. He is the beginning. He is the ending. Hallelujah. The Greek is amazing how it writes it. It says, I, uh, I am he or I'm he who was. Thank God. Or I am and who was and am coming. Let me write it for you. It is written, Erko Eminon, which means it is durative. It is a present participle. It means I am ever coming. I'm always coming. I'm never in the process. I am never still. I have never moved backward. I have never regressed. I have never stopped. I was, I am, and I'm always coming. Hallelujah. My God is always breaking His record. Yes, sir. He is never less than anything He was in times gone by. He is always breaking His record. Glory to God. If there was a rock that followed them, waddled along after them, and that rock was Christ, there's a rock today that is within you that is springing up into everlasting life. He never allows Himself to become anything less. He says, I was, I am, and I am coming. I am the Almighty. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's always directly overhead. There's no shadow. There's no shadow cast by orbital turning because the earth turns. You know why? Because He's sunrise and He's sunset. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. I want to talk about the eternal age of my God here, if you don't mind tonight. He is sunrise and He's sunset. Otherwise, there would be parallax in Him. You could go back until He faded out. You could go back until He was less than what He was. Or you could go forward until the time would come when God would diminish. I had a man who was a, a, a chemical engineer uh, not long ago. He's coming to our church right now. He was an atheist. And he said, what made me believe in the Lord is the fact that there is nothing that does not degrade nor regress nor become less. Moving from the point of hot to the point of cold. The earth, man, and everything else. But he said, what proved to me there was a God is through the records I have seen that He seems to be no less today than He was in times gone by. Hallelujah! And I tell you why! Because in Him there is no parallax. You don't have to figure for variations. You look through that hole and you get the same picture that you're trying to take because He's ever the same. Hallelujah to God! And He is always coming on! Hallelujah to God. Amen. Are you ready to go a little while longer tonight? I've got so much to tell you about it. I haven't got time to tell you about it. So I think Friday morning we're going to teach an out-and-out Bible lesson for Brother Bass. His responsibilities here. And we'll talk some more. But let me tell you about him tonight. The Septuagint said, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth 
was unsightly and was unfurnished. Praise God. John was a great believer in teaching the beginning. Oh, glory. I believe he leaned on the Lord and he was a little closer than some of the others might have been. He started his gospel out. Thank God. And he said, in the beginning was hologos, was reason and concept coupled with expression. Thank God. And that reasoning and concept was prostotheo. It was to God or face to face with God. His reasoning and His Word was looking at Him and was constantly with Him. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you what. Thank God. That Word, that Word that was with Him was the same as in the beginning was God. In Him was Zoe, which is life interchangeable for the word soul many times in the New Testament. And that life, became the photos of men, became the light of men. Oh, glory! And the light shined or gloried forth into the darkness. And the scopias could not take hold. It couldn't take hold upon that light because it blasted into the darkness. Hallelujah! And that was the light that came. Thank God. I'm going to tell you what. Before God was anything else, He was energy. In Him was life, and life became life. That was the first thing. I heard a, I heard a Church of Christ preacher and a biology professor of Rice University on the radio debating evolution. It was quite interesting. They finally got it down to a little minute cell. Just a little tiny cell. Just one little wiggle, that's all. Just one little germ. He said, that's, that's, that's where life goes. That's where life began. And the preacher said, then, sir, I'm going to ask you where that little trickle, where that little bitty cell come from. Where'd that life come from? He said, that's as far as I can go. I can get it down to one little cell, and that's as far as I can go. preacher said, I'm so glad that I can go a little farther. I can tell you a little more. I'm going to tell you what, this pulpit will never produce another pulpit. It'll never produce of itself a dresser drawer or a mirror or nothing else. It is inanimate. It's dead. It's not life. It'll never produce. Brother, but I'm going to tell you, in Him was life. I don't care whether you call it one little cell. I don't care what you call it. But in Him was life. And the first thing that that life became was light. And that light shined forth into darkness. And darkness couldn't take hold upon it. There was a man that was sent from God whose name was John. He wasn't that light, but he came to bear witness of that light. This is the elephant. This is the true light. Hallelujah. That lighteth every man that cometh into the world. That was when John first wrote. That was before Pentecost. That was when he was still secular and he was teaching rather a science lesson. But now I want you to see when he writes back to the church. How are you going to start, John? I'm going to go back to the beginning again. And I'm going to rewrite Genesis all over again. Hallelujah. I want to tell you about it. That which is from the beginning. You said that before. Yeah, but I want to tell you something else about it now. You told us there was life, and that life became light. Thank God that's the true light that lighteth every man. And finally that, that flesh came, or that Logos came and was made flesh, and we beheld His glory as the only begotten, full of grace and truth. Oh yeah, but I want to write about it again. Now is the day of glory. He said that which is in the, was in the beginning, which we have seen with our eyes. 
It's not just a cold lesson now, but it's very personal. Thank God we've heard it with our ears, and more than anything else, I've had a hold of it with my hands. Glory to God. I felt of Him. I had a hold of Him. And I felt Him. Praise God. Thank God. That which is from the beginning, which we've seen, which we've heard, which we have handled with our hands of the Logos of Joe, of the reason and the Word of life. Hallelujah. And this is the testimony that I want to leave with you. In Him is light. Thank God. In Him is light and no darkness at all. And if you walk in the light like He is in the light, you have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all sin. When he rewrote Genesis, he didn't talk like it happened some way under out in space. He said, I've had a hold of that stuff. Uh-huh. You know who he had? He said, I've even had my head on his bosom. Hallelujah. I leaned over on This is the true light that lights every man that comes into the world. I've leaned on him before. Oh, glory, glory. I'm going to tell you what. Because there's no parallax in him, he's got to be sunrise and he's got to be sunset. I'm Alpha and I'm Omega. I'm the beginning and I am the ending. Abraham! Oh, brother, the Jews were talking about Abraham. Jesus said, if you'd listen to my words, you wouldn't die. They said, are you greater than our father Abraham? He's dead. So are the prophets. They died that heard him. Are you greater than Abraham? Oh, he said, Abraham. He said, you know about Abraham, don't you? He said, you know, I remember that time. But he said, Abraham well, saw my day. He lived to see my day. And the word said that he rejoiced. It means it was a hilarious, wonderful, time for Abraham to realize he was living in the very day of the Almighty God. I'm living in the day! Praise God when God is alive. Abraham lived in my day and he was hilariously happy that he was in my day. But I'm going to tell you something else. Before Abraham was, here's what interests me in the Greek. This is I. That means I. This means I am. He said it's double emphasis. Before Abraham was, I am, I am. Or I Personally, I am, and he did not use uh, I was, which would be this particular uh, case here. If I can get it right. He did not use that particular case. He didn't say before Abraham was, I was, but he used I me, which is a personal right now, present indicative. It means uh, I was then, I am now, and I'm going to be when Abraham is all through. Hallelujah. Before Abraham was, I am. He saw my day and was happy about it. They said, you're not 50 years old, and yet you say you've seen Abraham. He said, he saw my day. That's the thing about it. Hallelujah. Abraham just rejoiced because he was living in my day. But I'm going to tell you something else. I'm on this side of Calvary. I'm on this side. And I'm still rejoicing because I'm seeing his day. Hallelujah. And I'm rejoicing because I'm still in it. In him there is no parallax. You don't have to figure for variances because he's sunrise and he's sunset. Amen. Now there's a lot of good things. Like Stephen seeing the Lord sitting on the right hand of God. You might be interested to know apostolic that the word hand is not there. And that the word right is plural. 
I saw heaven open and Jesus standing on the decayon and the word care is not there. Standing on the rights of God. That's the way we believe it anyhow. Hallelujah. Amen. I say that's the way we believe it. Oh, glory, glory, glory. There's just one name. There's just one name. Praise God. Let me tell you something else. It's talking about that all things were created by Him. He was before all things. And Colossians says that He might have preeminence. The word preeminence means that He might be first place. Hallelujah. That He might take first place. My God wants first place in everything. Before anybody was ever born, He was the first begotten. Hallelujah. Before anything was ever made, He was the first made before anybody ever lived he was life oh glory to God he said I want you to know I was dead too but behold